This call is being recorded. If you do not wish to be recorded, please disconnect at this time. I almost let go. I felt like I just couldn't take life anymore. My problems had me bound. Depression weighed me down. But God held me close so I wouldn't let go. God's mercy kept me, yes it did, so I wouldn't let go. I've almost gave up. I was right at the edge of a breakthrough but couldn't see The devil really had me, but Jesus came and grabbed me, and he held me close, so I wouldn't let go. God's mercy kept me, so I wouldn't let go. So I'm here today because God kept me where I alive today only because of His grace. God kept me. Yeah, yeah. He kept me. God kept me so we wouldn't let go. God's mercy kept you so you wouldn't let go. Amen, amen, amen. I want to thank God for Sister Wright. Thank God for Deacon Johnson. We thank God for Deacon Gossett. We just come today giving God the glory, the honor, and the praise. And I tell you, God is still speaking to us through his word. I tell you, I pray on this day that God allows us to hear, to receive, and then to step out on faith and do what God has called us to do. I greet each and every one of you all this morning in the name of the Father, the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Well, gracious and merciful God, we come again this morning, dear God, leaning and depending on you. 
God, we come this morning thanking you, dear God, for another opportunity to come before your word. We thank you for another opportunity to allow us to praise and worship you on this corporate line. We thank you, dear God, for another opportunity to hear the scripture reading. And, Lord, we thank you this morning that as you have allowed us to come together, dear God, from different areas, from different cities, that we come together now, Lord, bound together as one. And, God, we pray right now as you lead us into this service, dear God, that you would open up every ear to hear, dear God. We pray, O oh Master, that you would open up every heart, dear God, to receive what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to each and every one of us. Oh, dear God, in the name of Jesus, we will be so very careful, mindful, and always grateful, and we will continue to give you the glory. We will continue to give you the honor. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Oh, God, have thine own way. In Jesus' name, amen. But I want to thank you all this morning, and what a blessing it is to know that God connects us, Lord have mercy, even when we don't know that we've been connected. But it's when we come together and we begin to discuss, when we come together and sing, when we come together and read God's word, we learn that God has connected us. The scripture reading this morning have already, hallelujah, been read. But I'm going to read from Philippians 4 again, uh, 11 through 13. Thank God for Deacon Johnson and the word. I thank God for Deacon Gossip for saying that that was what they read this morning. So again, Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. And the Bible reads, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. In everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengtheneth me. This is the word of God for the people of God on this day. You all, as we have celebrated the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, many have found themselves giving and some have found themselves receiving gifts. But we know that the best gift of them all was and still is Jesus Christ. But as we have read the verses this morning, I need to let you know that all of us realize that we're living in some very different times compared to this time last year. We see how we do church. We see how we shop, we see how we socialize have changed. Not only that, you all jobs have been lost and so many loved ones have been lost due to the things in which we are facing. But I need to ask the question this morning, 
How many have prayed for things to return to normal? How many have prayed for your situation to change? And as we face these stressful times, yes, days in which many of us have never seen before, and who wouldn't want to come out of these chaotic times? Who wouldn't want to come out of this confused time? Who would not want to come out of these challenging times? So today I want to teach and preach on the subject title, When My Situation Does Not Change. Lord have mercy. I've got to let you know when my situation does not change. Paul, you all, Paul in these verses began to teach us in Philippians 4 and 11, the NLT reads like this, Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Well, someone may be asking the question, well, Pastor, what is content? Well, here's the answer. Contentment, you all, is a state of happiness and satisfaction. Uh, contentment is being comfortable with life, comfortable with the way things stand. But I, I, I need to let you know uh, from the biblical definition of contentment can be considered to be less about what you have and more about what you believe. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, yeah, to be less about what you have and more about what you believe. Contentment can be also considered to be more of an attitude that we have toward what we face. Good God Almighty. Philippians 4 and 12, the MLT says this. He said, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. He said, I have learned, listen, listen. He said, I have learned the secret of living in every situation. God have mercy. He said, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. Yeah, yeah, see, not only you all, not only does our attitude play an important part in being content, but our gratitude of being thankful is so important. Yeah, I need to let you know that every day is a day of thanksgiving. And this, you got to understand that when we have our situations and our situation does not change, we must seek the positive in every situation that we are in. We got to be thankful for what God has allowed us to do. We got to be thankful for what God has allowed us to have. Y'all, Paul, Paul referred to this self-discipline because contentment, here it is, contentment is a learned behavior. He said it in his words. He said, I have learned. In other words, we got to learn how to be content. Yeah? And since contentment is a learned behavior, as believers in Christ, we must be taught not only to be content, but we must be taught how to be disciplined. Lord have mercy. Paul, why, 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 why did he learn? Because see, Paul speaks from experience that through suffering, through rejection, through beating, through being falsely accused, through being shipwrecked, and to top that off, you all, through being almost killed several times. But here it is, here it is. Paul's contentment was steady, although his circumstances were sometimes hopeful. Paul's contentment, you all, was steady. 
even though his circumstances oftentimes may have been painful. Good God Almighty, I, was, I read a story about this lady named Crystal Payne, and watch what she stated. She said, contentment is a state of the heart unaffected by the outward circumstance. I believe I better look at that again. She said, contentment is a state of the heart. It's unaffected by the outward circumstance. Yeah. And when you learn how to live, oh, yeah, yeah, it's then that the outside things does not affect your heart. Yeah, yeah. And through it all, you all, here it is, Paul's secret was the satisfying presence of Christ in his life. Yeah, yeah, when we got Christ in our lives, that's what Paul was saying. Paul was satisfied with having Christ. The Bible tells us in Philippians 1, 12, the NLT, watch what it says. He said, and I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped to spread the good news. And I got to let you know that everything that allows us to go through Everything that God allows us to experience will help us, good God Almighty, to let somebody know how good God has been that down through the years that God has been good to each and every one of us because Paul went through some stuff. And I know that a lot of us this morning are going through some things, but I got to let you know that we got to be like Paul and know that our secret to getting through our secret to getting over is having God's presence, good God Almighty, in our lives. And see, Paul, you all, Paul found his contentment in the Lord being with him in every situation that he faced. In other words, Paul knows that God was with him when he was shipwrecked. God was with him when he was beaten. God was with them, good God Almighty, when they stoned him. And I got to let you know and serve your notice this morning that wherever you find yourself this morning, whatever circumstance, whatever situation, whatever trial, whatever tribulation, I got to let you know this morning that God, hallelujah, Christ is with you this morning. And I got to let you know, I was reminded of what the songwriter said. He said, through the storms don't cease, and if the winds keep on blowing in my life, my soul has been anchored in the Lord. And yes, I got to let you know this morning, in the times we're living in now, we need an anchor. We need somebody, good God Almighty, named Jesus in our life. We need a tried and true stone in our life because it's the hard time that's going to help us get through knowing that whatever situation we're in, we know that Christ walks with us. We know that he talks with us. Why? Because the hard times in our lives, we got to know that Christ is not only walking with us, but we got to understand that he dwells, hallelujah, amongst us. Because cars and houses and jobs will not keep us content. But we see a man named Paul that points us to what the Bible says in Philippians, good God Almighty, 3 and 8, the NLT. He said, yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else counted it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. 
can yell when the cars let you down, when the houses begin to fall in, when the jobs tell you that your service is no longer needed. It's then that we know that we can put our trust and hope in God because we got to learn to worship the Creator instead of the creature. See, Paul, you are. Paul shows us that his contentment and satisfaction had nothing to do with what he had or didn't have. And therefore, we too must not compare what we have to what others may have. And Paul, you are. Paul's unchanging attitude was not based on his changing circumstance was based on the unchanging hand of God, good God Almighty. Yeah, yeah, we got to realize that though Paul's situation, oh good God Almighty, sometimes had him in jail, but Paul knew that God's unchanging hand was with him no matter where he was. James 1 and 17, the NLT Bible puts it as this, that whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in heaven. He never changes or casts the shifting shadow. And therefore, you all, Paul was able to maintain a positive attitude in the rotten days that he faced. And even today, Paul reminds us, according to what the Bible tells us, in Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, hallelujah, I say rejoice. So in spite of all that we have been through, in spite of all that's been given and going on in our lives, we got to charge good God Almighty to have joy that even if God you are does not change our current situation, even if God does not change our circumstances. Oh, my God, that when life challenges try to make you bow down to them, we got to remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, according to Daniel 3 and 17. And this is what they said. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, hallelujah, is able to deliver us from the burning fire furnace. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. And we got to remember that God is able to deliver us out of every situation. And one thing we know, that God is able to do it. And I got some good news for you. And Paul finally let us know, according to the word of God, in Philippians 4 and 13, the NLT, he said, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Here it is. In other words, when the things around me does not look like it's working out in my favor, Paul yeah. is reminding us that we can endure the crushing feeling of defeat. If it may not work out the way we plan, when life you all when life throws us a curveball, when life throws us a knuckleball, God will give us strength to face it head on. Yeah, yeah. And even, good God Almighty, even in our weakest moments of our life, the Bible lets us know, according to Second Corinthians 12 and 10, the NLT version says it like this, and that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults hardship, 
persecution and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, hallelujah, then I am strong. So I've got to let somebody know this morning, be encouraged. You may feel like you can't go home. Be encouraged. You may feel like you're ready to throw in the towel. Be encouraged. You may feel like you're at your wit's end. Be encouraged. You may feel that you're too weak to stand up. Good God Almighty, hallelujah, stand up, be strong, and a good curse. And even today, we must be reminded that our strength comes from the Lord, who strengthens us to do what he's called us to do, even during the bad days in our lives, that even when you don't feel like going, you've got to go anyway. Even when you don't feel like reading, you've got to read anyway. Even when you don't feel like praising, you got to praise your way through. Even when you don't feel like good God Almighty, giving God what do God, you got to muster up some strength and know that God, hallelujah, will pick you up, will turn you around, will place your feet on solid ground. I come by to let you know that God gives us strength the days of suffering and on the days when we feel like we're struggling, I come by to remind you, according to Hebrews 13 and 5b, the NLT version said it like this, I will never fail you, I will never abandon you, so if my situation does not change, it's good to know that whether we have a little or a lot, God is there. If my situation does not change, it's good to know that whether we have a full stomach or empty stomach, God is there. The Bible, you all, lets us know in Psalm 46 and 1. He said, God is a refuge and the strength. He's a very present help in trouble. So New Haven Missionary Baptist Church, family and friends, good God Almighty, if our situation does not change, you got to remind yourself that the Bible tells us that we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. God is ready to pull you up out of the miry clay. God is ready to take you up out of your doubt. God is ready to pull you through your despair because we know that weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. But if my situation does not change, my soul, hallelujah, has been anchored in the word that I can do, we can do, hallelujah, all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. So if you feel like you've fallen down, get back up again. Dust yourself off. I stop by to let you know that Jesus in a rock, hallelujah, in a weary land. If you're thirsty, hallelujah, he's ready to give you a drink of the water that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water that'll give you the strength to get back up again. Church, don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. Know that God, hallelujah, is a very present help in the times of trouble. And if your situation 
know that God is able and know that we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Church, on today, no matter where you may have found yourself, no matter what situation or circumstance, that if your situation does not change, one thing we know, that God is able. There may be someone on this line on today that may not have accepted Jesus Christ in the pardoning of your sins. I pray right now that you come just as you are and right where you are. The Bible lets us know that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If that's you, accept, believe, and confess, and God will come into your heart, and you will have salvation. You shall be saved. Father, we thank you, O Lord, for this day. God, we continue to thank you, Master, for the things in which you have allowed us to be a part of. God, we thank you for the biblical models in which you continue to show us and allow us to read. So, God, on this day, help us, dear Lord. Help us, dear God, to learn to be content. Father, help us to not only be content, God, help us to be disciplined in the reading of your word, in obedience to your word. So, Lord, we know that if our situations today does not change, oh, dear Master, one thing we know, oh, God, that you are able. Lord, we come to understand that through the ups and the downs, dear God, that you change us not. And although, dear God, things are going on in the lives right now, we know, dear God, that you are a very present help in our lives. And, Lord, we want to say thank you. Thank you, dear God, for the ups and downs. Thank you, God, for the ins and outs. Thank you, God, for molding us and shaping us into who you desire us to be. That, Father God, that when we come out, dear God, we'll come through as shining stones. We'll come through as pure gold. So, Lord, we thank you. And, God, we give you glory this morning. Master, we give you honor and we give you praise. And, dear God, we know that if our situation does not change, we know that you are able to bring us through and bring us out. We know that we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. God, we thank you and we bless you. It's in Jesus' name we all say amen. This call has been recorded.